1: Hello, 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 hello. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. We got a great show for you guys today. It's going to be a lot, a lot of fun, and uh, we're a little bit tired, but uh, we've got Phoebe Price coming on. She's an actress and, and a designer, and basically she's famous just for being who she is. And then we have casting director Kim Swanson coming on, who uh, we worked with on The Beast Inside. But before we start talking about anything, let's say hi to my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Listen,
2: Jimmy, don't fuke with me today. <laughs> yeah. I'm in no mood for your nastiness. You're directing me, or whatever it is you do, Mary Fairy. You get it? Yeah. <laughs> your sissy little girl. You
1: guys, we were out till three in the morning, two nights in a row, back and driving back and forth to L.A. So we're exhausted, and man, did we have a good time! And do I have a voice?
2: And I don't drink, and I don't smoke, and of course, no one in Sue Wong's house is permitted to smoke. So I don't. And this is just called tired voice, but it's kind of sexy. Let me see if I can get. Let me see. Watch this, kids. Come over here, baby. Give me a kiss. I need your lips. I need to touch your lips with my lips. I need to caress you. I need to embrace you. I need to love you. I need to make love to you all night long they're saying you have a voice today isn't that sexy (laughs) i should make dirty phone calls now now Jimmy, to make it off the air i could call up people and say what are you wearing baby Mm, (laughs) i'm looking through your window i see you now naked whoa baby cakes what i could do with that equipment i could be a real perv now i I have a perverted voice what happened why why is it when you lack sleep your voice goes i don't know we have to find anybody out there know that answer to that question Why is it when we lack sleep, our voice? And I wasn't speaking last night because we had entertainment at Sue's. It was wonderful. The egg rolls are delicious. Sue made about 3,000 egg rolls. She must have been cooking for a month. And her mansion, which has got a 40 by 35 living room, she must have vacuumed and dusted. So when I walked in, I said, Oh, Sue, you dusted today. And she gave me a dirty look. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Sue Wong has dusted or vacuumed in years. Uh, her home is breathtakingly beautiful. It's so big that we can dance in it like a like, like a disco. It's really and, it's
1: like a nightclub.
2: And that's what we did last night. But the food, the cakes, she had about seven or eight different cakes. My God, from a cream cake to a a cheesecake everything was just beautiful the food was great I I don't drink as I say but everybody else did and they were drinking champagne of course and and other hard liquor and um, we danced and we all you know mingled and we networked and we loved each other and we hugged each other and we kissed each other and it was a room filled with love and I only wish the whole world was like that
1: Absolutely. I wish
2: no matter where I go, people hug and kiss and say nice things to each other. It's so much nice. It's much easier to be nice than it is to be evil. When you're evil, you take a chance. You have to create this evil conversation that you're going to be mean about. And that's just negative bullshit. And it's just negative stuff that you shouldn't have to do. Please, everyone out there, be positive. The next time you see someone, hold their hand. Give them a compliment. Tell them how nice they are and how nice it is to see them. It, it goes a long way.
1: So real quick, let's we'll say hi to everybody in the chat room. What's up, chat room? Dave Hughes is in there. Dave, you're oh, gonna Dave. like you're gonna like Phoebe. She's
2: um oh, uh, well endowed it. beauty. Forget about it, Dave. Dave, Dave, get your uh, nitroglycerin out because I think you may have a stroke or a heart attack. I want this gal to be in my movie, The Gift, and she will play a Nazi woman in black fishnet stockings a black leather g-string and just black pasties with a nazi hat on and a whip and of course there's dialogue with me with he she and i and i'm not going to give it away but this broad's got a body that doesn't stop quit it just keeps going and going She's gorgeous and so, she's fun. So, Dave, fasten your safety belt.
1: So we got B. Claudia from Germany. Backpack John is in here. Teresa Sabin from Florida. Cindy Lady Lake is in the chat room. Dawn is in the chat room. Hub Reynolds is in the chat room. Um, Dave says he loves whips.
2: <laughs> of, course, of course he does. Of, co- of course you do. Of course you do. There's no question about it. We knew that from the get-go. Oh,
1: my God. But that's I want to say hi
2: to Hub. Hey, what's going on? You've got a new record out.
1: He's got a new movie he's working on.
2: Okay. As soon as you get that somewhere, you know, come on our show hub because you're a really great guy. And we miss you. We haven't had you on our show in a long time. And I want you to come on and tell us all about it.
1: Absolutely. So we had a great time, you guys. So we went to three events. Um, We went to three events. On Thursday, we went to Brian Sebastian's event. It was like an NFL event on the top of the Madame Tussauds.
2: I have to say something okay we do not we do not live in los angeles we live in palm springs it is a 100 mile drive to los angeles so that's two and uh, two and a half hours with hours with traffic two and a half and then we come home the same night because we have three dogs so doing this three times in a row is like outrageously exhausting i have no idea the drive to and from Kills you. Not to mention, we stand on our feet all night long, socializing, interviewing, working, you know, having fun. I'm, I, you know, I'm a bit over 21 by a couple of years. <laughs> you keep laughing like that, Maricona. I'm going to knock you right through that fucking you, window. Nobody, everybody thinks you're like young. Right through that window. <laughs> See that window over there? You're going to go head first through that friggin' window, and you're not going to know. He loves
1: going to these events, you guys. We have such a good time. Oh,
2: okay. And
1: actually, so we oh. went Thursday, and then we off. We rested Friday and Saturday, but then went Sunday. But then Monday we were gone all day and got home at two in the morning. And then yet then got up early, and then we went again yesterday, and we got home
2: at like two in the morning, and uh, and I lost my voice, and um it was worth it. I mean, we had a wonderful. You know, listen to me. We sit home and watch television every night and get fat and bitch, <laughs> right? I bitch. We never go anywhere we never go out uh, uh, uh. then when we do go out i'm in the car bitching i can't do this anymore <laughs> i wish we were home in our elec- <laughs> we have electric we have an electric sofa mm-hmm. that you press a button and it goes up into recliner rec- recliner and <clears throat> pardon me i'm going to be doing this all day long folks so please forgive me for coughing up in front of you <clears> that i had to
1: Everybody's talking about how they love your top. So Ron's top oh, my
2: shirt has is, planets and astronauts. Let me explain it. You know, shut the fuck up today. Oh, today he's going to get it. I see, this mic, I intend to break his head open with this mic. You know, you no, today. They love, tell him about your no, shirt. No, you're very like, like energetic today. I can't help it. I'm not well, tired. Listen, listen, Sarah Jane, you know, you better just calm down. Okay. <laughs> my shirt, I love because, as you know, I believe we are all aliens from another planet. And my shirt has on all Saturn and and the moon and spacemen. And when I saw it, I said, oh, my God, I have to have this. I wore it last night to Sue Wong's because she said, come to the party, but dress campy, you know, dress fun and different. So I I put on this in another jacket and I really look good. Anyway, I love my shirt and thank you all for loving it because it is a wonderful shirt. I don't know who did it but it's somebody with a, a nice it's a good shirt good cotton it fits well dave says he'll give you ten dollars for it <laughs> dave <laughs> dave ten bucks please you couldn't even buy the sleeve but anyway you know things are not cheap anymore today ten bucks what can you buy for ten bucks folks what could you buy you can't buy a shirt for ten bucks what could you buy and oh i know you can buy an, an ice cream cone i'm not lying either barely no i'm serious some places you go the ice cream cone is eight nine dollars which is ridiculous right astro this is my little poochie sitting down so let's let's
1: let's tell everybody about this real quick before our guest comes on
2: oh oh listen to me folks i met them at brian's affair i don't do any publicity on anything we are not being paid for this they did not ask us to do this i thought you know more bullshit people they're all there trying to sell anything they sell their asses if they could so i stop at their little table and i look and i say okay what are you guys pushing they said tea i said oh, another tea bag all right i'll try it well i did the sugar free because i hate sugar i mean i love sugar but it doesn't love me and i tasted it, it was so good and it left an aftertaste in my mouth, but a delicious aftertaste. Now, when you're interviewing and talking a lot on the rooftop of Madame uh, Tussaud's museum in the uh, in the sun, your mouth gets dry. This tea absolutely did wonders. It is the most delicious tea. And I friended the both of them. They're lovely. His mother is wonderful. She's my age. She's a stunningly beautiful woman for her age. And we chatted and we became friends. And I said, you know what, give me some of that stuff. I'm going to go tell people on our show to go out and try it and i'm serious about this guys you know i don't bullshit anybody so let me tell them a wait little. let me just show the show the thing it, it comes in the container the reason the tea is not bad is i found out why most teas when they go in a cardboard or whatever container they boil it and the tea goes in boiled they don't they cool their tea and then put it in the the, the plastic container or whatever wax whatever shit this container is anyway
1: so you guys it's called humanity h-u-m-i-h-u-m-a-n-i-t-e-a it's It's all organic uh there's five flavors this is the flavor i like because i hate tea i never drank tea in my entire life i love tea And when i drank this i was like oh my god this is the best i loved it and uh no
2: it's true it really is
1: good We're,
2: we're not getting paid for this folks
1: so Ron's flavor, my favorite flavor is passion fruit kiwi green tea, and Ron's is unsweetened black tea. And I love black tea. They black have tea. a coconut lemonade one tea, and I think there's five flavors, and you can go to drinkhumanity.com. So drink, H-U-M-A-N-I-T-E-A.com. I'm not kidding you. You can order it on the website. It's in a bunch of stores. I'm not exactly okay. sure where, and it's fabulous. So shut,
2: shut your ass for two minutes. You're talking too much uh, for a change. you're saying, so why are you doing this, Ron and Jimmy? You're not getting paid for it. They're not giving you anything for it. Why are you doing it? And I guess the people that make this stuff said the same thing, like these two jerks. Why are they going to push our tea? You know, we're not giving them anything. Ha, ha, ha. We're getting a free commercial. Well, that's not the case. I said to Jimmy, we have to tell our friends out there. There are five million of you that watch our show every week. And in syndication, I want to brag a little. We just hit 1 billion downloads, not million, billion downloads. And I said to Jimmy, in a world that we're in today with all the negative crap, let's tell our friends out there there's something out there that'll make you happy and make you feel good. And if I if I, I swear to God, buy, buy it and then tell me if it stinks. If you don't like it and you say, Ron, you're full of shit, it's just as crappy as any other iced tea, tell me. I want to know. But try it where do they buy this and how much it's like 250 or something. i just it's said
1: drankhumanity.com. you can order it online here's the flavors you guys coconut lemonade wild berry lime hibiscus tea mango melon black tea passion fruit kiwi that's the one i like and then he's got the unsweetened black tea it is so freaking good it's free shipping on all orders uh, I think you can buy it by flavor, or you can buy it by a mixed case, probably. Uh, but it's really, really something that I w- would say that Be- it's because people of, love.
2: Because of all of our adventures. see, my voice even got better. Um, <laughs> my mouth feels like a sewer. Do you ever have a sewer mouth where your mouth is disgusting? You think if you talk too close to somebody, their hair's going to curl because your breath is so bad? Well, that's how I feel. I feel disgusting today. and My mouth feels really pasty and crappy from not sleeping and talking. I just took a little bit of this tea. Guess what? I'm still tasting it. I love the aftertaste. It's probably, it has, probably has narcotics in it, but anyway. <laughs> You're supposed to laugh. You're really yeah. it, may, it may have some kind of narcotic in it or they may be enemies of America and they're going to kill us through their tea, but whatever it is, it's delicious. Go get it. I'm not bullshitting you enough.
1: Yeah, we actually really liked it. Enjoy it. Also, we want to thank everybody for tuning in all the time. You can hear us on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, TuneIn, Pandora, Amazon Music and Sound, Amazon Prime and, uh, and SoundCloud. Uh, we're also on about another 140 platforms, but those are the major ones that everybody like knows. So uh, check it out. You'll like it. We also want to welcome Mike Wagner from the Mike Wagner Show has joined us. And somebody,
2: Hey, Mikey. Somebody else joined us in here a second ago. Now listen how my voice came back. Hello, everybody. I drank that. Tea. I swear that tea has narcotics in it. I drank oh, that. Jason t- Taylor joined us. Say Hey, Jay. I drank that tea, and my voice is coming back. It's wonderful stuff. You got to like
1: love it. Okay. You know, once we
2: had a sponsor. These people are not our sponsors. I'm making that very clear. But once we did have a sponsor, once, and it was for some kind of a drink that you took and you had instant energy. Well, I had never taken it. I did take it one day. I was spinning, running, rushing. My heart was beating. I thought I was going to explode and die. I said to Jimmy, I can no longer promote this, Jimmy, because it's da- dangerous and it can hurt people. So let's contact them and thank them very much, but say to them, we can no longer be their commercial and i did it i called them up and i said listen do me a favor drink like two quarts of it and when you come back from out of space you know we'll talk and they didn't they didn't like me at all and i said we can no longer do your commercial because in all honesty i cannot tell my people out there please buy this poison so you could fly around like a moron and get a heart attack so We're honest. And that's that's how I like it. Everybody knows me. I don't bullshit. I tell the truth. I don't care if you like it or not. Too bad. I'm 81 and a half. And I've earned the right to say what I like. I'm on this planet longer than most. So step aside, morons. The old time guy is coming.
1: You gotta like love it. All right. So, uh, uh, hey, uh, Roxy, did you get the video that I sent? I sent you a thing just to see if you got that video or not so I can know if we'll be able to play it later or not. Um, just let us know in the chat. And we'll... I love
2: that video, by the way. It's so much fun. <laughs> it's a very, you know, I had to screen it first because I didn't want to look like an idiot. You know, I thought I could look like an old jerk. Ever see old people at weddings trying to dance? And they look like morons. No, you
1: said it didn't come. OK,
2: it didn't come. Yeah. Anyway, there's one of me dancing with Richie Rich and I was it looked good. But but really, at weddings, did you ever see like like 80-year-old people, they try to act young and dance like young people, and they look like they're having a stroke, or they have St. Vitus dance, the disease where you can't stop shaking? I didn't want to look like that. So
1: okay, so um, then I'm going to bring on our next guest. Our, not our next guest, our first.
2: Meanwhile, guest. the next guest is a what I call in Brooklyn, and everybody don't get offended, but in Brooklyn, she would be called a hot piece of ass, <laughs> and that was a great compliment. I mean, if you met a girl and you were describing your girlfriend to your friend, you'd say, "Hey, what's your girl like?" And say, "Oh, she's a friggin' hot piece of ass." Then we knew what we were talking about. Well, this next gal is so hot that Dave, please. Get, don't watch our show anymore dave turn off your computer or whatever it is you watch us on because we don't want to hurt you
1: (laughs) and i know when you go ahead and bring her in roxy no he's
2: he's gonna die dave i can't bring her in oh my god hey oh dave just fell over say something
1: let's make sure we can hear you yay all right all right all right everybody now we want to welcome to the jimmy star show with ron russell actress designer celebrity entertainer she does everything her name is
2: phoebe price we love her and please please
1: uh welcome her to the show is my phone
2: ringing i'm very disappointed you have a high top blouse on why pull over <laughs> I mean, come should, on. I, should
0: I have shown more cleavage today? I yeah. Can't. <laughs> Why, but you
2: can't see, but here no, we go. No, no, no oh, listen, we have a very... And big, I'm
0: wearing panties today.
2: You're, you're really, you're really... She's wearing panties I today. I know, you know, but you're ruining, you're ruining our show. Because, <laughs> okay, no, I'll
0: take them off.
2: Good. Dave, Dave, no, listen, Dave Hughes is in England, and he watches, and every time we have a hot chick on, he... See, he's like 70 years old married he's an old degenerate and he's not going to be happy because he's not seeing those magnificent boobs of yours
1: but i'll tell him how to see him anyway because all they got to do is go to your instagram you put up a great video today and said you guys like my titties
0: well i mean it's like they're natural
2: <laughs> there you go there you go good good good, good, good. there you,
0: there good. you go
2: Good. See, now Dave is happy. But listen, before, before we go on with this interview, I am asking you, I'm, we're filming uh, in a while. It's a movie's called The Gift of Magic with Laney uh-huh. Kazan and myself and a bunch of stars. And I would love for you to come. It takes place in 1943. And I would love for you to be a Nazi in black fishnet stockings spike heels a leather g-string and leather pastries with a nazi hat and a whip and you deliver a very <laughs> it's a free, comedy it's a Dark com- comedy it's a comedy so you and i have a, a little bit of an exchange of dialogue and laney does something it's really a hysterical part and i said to jimmy when i saw you i said oh my god there's my nazi whipper I mean Uh, you know
0: know, I am the next Lucille Ball, so I would be honored.
2: There you go. I would love we will be in contact. You know, we will let you know when we're gonna shoot. Well, now we're talking all the time since we started talking to her the last week on Thursday now. So I want everybody to know. First of all, let me introduce everybody. You are so perfect for the part. You know, a movie has to offer something to everyone not just one person and you're going to offer all the degenerate little jerk offs out there uh, nervous <laughs> a nervous breakdown you have a well, body I of... can't
0: wait. and it's actually all natural
2: no but so you, i know that i never know
0: that... had any kind of surgery when i need it, i will but i know how to wear like bras that really pull it up there
2: <laughs> well i know you're friends with frenchie and we love frenchie
0: yeah, right. I did a couple of shows with Frenchie.
2: She's too much. Wait, wait, we're going to go to that in a minute. No, wait, I don't what, want to go she, to that what yet. What does she sing? I like my. What, what is it? What is Frenchie's song that she always sings? It's so funny. Oh.
1: What, what's was up, it, what's up bitches? What's up? I, I don't remember, but. Do you know Daniel? Do you know Daniel DiCrisio? Oh,
0: yeah. I've known Daniel for years and years and years.
2: Oh, no, he's a good buddy of mine. I love Danny. Yeah, we love him. Yeah, good... I
0: have He used to come to my birthday parties, but I mean, since my mom got cancer, my life has slowed down a little. Okay. But uh, I feel like it's made my comedy career come out more because I have to laugh instead of cry.
2: (laughs) Wait a minute, Roxy. Who's our new guy, girl? Not Roxy. Huh? Who's our new technician? Roxy oh it is Roxy I'm getting so fr- I'm so fucking old I forget where I live but anyway Roxy can we put up some pictures of this gal Let's let the guys and girls see what a body she, she got. A so body. Let me just go back though. I mean, her body is ahead. like her body is like not to be believed. I
1: thought and I her... was going to get to show my outfit.
0: You want me to show my outfit? Yeah,
2: show us your outfit. There care. you go. Let me slide the chair
0: back because I had to kind of get it
2: right. H- Honey, nobody cares about your outfit. Yeah, they me. do. I, I, <laughs> no, that, that they care about. That they care about. Your, your ass I and have your Monroe. The there we go. <laughs> And you're and you're fun too. That's the best part. Some girls that look like you were bitchy, but you're fun. So here's what's up, you guys. So 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 we met. Let
0: me slide the chair back.
1: So you guys, we've we've actually seen Phoebe at every red carpet event. She gets invited everywhere. Uh, all the info list parties, and we've always just said hi and taken pictures. But I've never had a conversation with her ever until Thursday. And uh, oh no. I take that back. On the uh, for Halloween, on the rooftop of Madame Tussauds, when you were in the fishnet, that's when Ron first saw you and like, oh my gosh, she should be in my movie. No, I
2: said to Jimmy, she's my Nazi stripper, not <laughs> stripper, but my Nazi whipper. I've my always
0: sister. wanted to be a stripper, and I dress like one, so I think I'd
2: fit that well, one. <laughs> there you go. No, you're not playing. There we go. Look. I look. know
0: how to kick it. Look! Look!
2: Look! Look! Look, look, look. <laughs> hey, look at that. Look at Dave Dave Dave, Dave, Dave. 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 There Dave, you go. Dave. 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 Look. Oh, Dave. <laughs> Dave died. <laughs> Oh my God! We're responsible for Dave's death. Oh, yeah, Dave, just, Oh, Dave is having an. Under- oh, and she
1: bring. What's your dog's name? Because you bring your dog a lot.
0: Yeah, Henry's right here. He's chilling out. His hey, name's see, Henry.
1: See, this is Astro. Astro, uh, Astro stick stick your head up. So you say hi. <laughs> Aww, this is I Astro. Love, oh, how cute! Cool. <laughs> he's our seven
2: dogs. pound rescue. He's a part. He's part poodle and part terrier. Oh, they love your shoes too. <laughs> oh i'm sure they love her shoes the so gay, we have yeah the gay guys love the shoes and the, so women, do the women but no but the, not the men the men are looking at what's in the shoes they ain't looking at no shoes so phoebe
1: we have a chat room okay. with like all different countries represented so just say hi to everybody in the chat room
0: bonjour
2: there you go say, do fa- listen do me a favor <laughs> lift lift that stupid shirt up a little Come
0: bit
1: you. oh she did that already no no i
2: wanted to do it again because maybe dave missed it <laughs> 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 so, so you guys lift your blouse a little your shirt whatever it is just show the bra again it's bras are good and <laughs> hey, listen bra is like a bathing suit well, so listen i was you're right.
0: gonna wear something else but i was like at the last minute running around because i'm actually being shot after this I have to run to Beverly Hills for a few errands. So I thought.
1: No, you look fabulous. First of all, I have to say, I've never. I see you all the time and I follow you. You guys follow Phoebe on Instagram. She's actress Phoebe Price, P H O E B E Price. She has a great so Instagram. My
0: TikTok is. Blo- I'm getting like. 30, 40,000 views on one day on TikTok. I wonder,
2: I wonder why. Go. I, I <laughs> really wonder why. What do you think is with your brains, I'm sure? Everybody's tuning into your <laughs> intelligence. You're getting all of those because you're such a smart woman. She actually Nothing. is very no, smart. Well, <laughs>
1: you know I bought
0: my first company at the age of 19, but my father died uh, when I was 17 years old. Aww. I was the uh, first girl at my high school to get a tennis scholarship. And I went and played for the University of Tennessee. And then after my dad died, I bought my first company, which was a modeling agency. And it was affiliated with elite, uh, John Casablanca's modeling and career center. And while I modeled around the world, my mom ran my modeling agencies that I owned for eight years. And when I was in Italy, I started, I was engaged to a famous Italian rapper, which is, he's now uh, a judge on um, The Voice Italy. And he started getting into movies at that time. And I started getting interested and 9-11 happened. And I kind of like freaked out and got on the first flight home. And I kind of never went back to him. So I came out here and I just started getting a lot of projects. But you know, everybody always told me, there's a lot of beautiful girls in this town, but there's not a lot of beautiful girls that can act, and especially that can do comedy. And lately, I've been finding I've been doing a little bit of stand-up. And I feel like I've kind of met my niche. And you know, just last year, I did three movies. Directed by Richard Greco from 21 Jump Street. Very I, good
1: friend of ours. He's a good friend
0: He's actually him and his girlfriend wife. Yep. They are actually some of the nicest people in all no, of He's
2: fabulous. And and I also, do, do you know do you know how I met him? We how were did pe- you meet him? We were at a red carpet peeing next to each other in the men's room. And I turned to him and I said, listen, I'd like you to come on our TV show. And he looked at me like I was nuts. I said, what well, be- well, better time to get you that you cannot say no or run away because you peel over yourself. <laughs> he started to laugh. Right.
0: Did he have his hand on his penis while you're asking him this? He
2: didn't. No, I really didn't look. You know, I I also peed next to Warren Beatty, and all my gay friends said, "Did you look? Did you look?" And I said, "No, you don't do uh, things like that. You know, that's a private moment. You don't invade that moment." It's oh, yeah, yeah. But
0: that's funny. But you know what? A lot of Hollywood moments have happened in the bathroom.
1: Yes, absolutely. No, we love Richard Grieco. And I noticed because you've done a bunch of movies. Uh, you did uh, the mo- two movies with Richard Grieco and Mindy Robinson, who's also a friend of ours. Yeah, yep. uh, she's been on the show a bunch of times. Richard's been on our show a bunch of times. We've been on other shows where they were gro- interviewing like us. You and know, Richard.
2: she, Phoebe, you know, we're a small town. You know, we're a big state, but we're a very small town. And oh, we all know we all know each other. You know that.
0: That is totally true. In Hollywood, it may (laughs) seem like a very big place, but it's actually very small, and everybody knows each other.
1: Absolutely, it's funny to me though because you're one of the only celebrities that we know, and we know every we know we really know like you. We we've been around, and we know a lot of famous people, but you're one of the only ones I know that like you and Al Burke a little bit. That TMZ follows you around, uh, Getty follows you around. Like all the big shows want to know what the hell you are doing. And I think that's the coolest thing ever, you know, that, 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 cause every time I see you, like there's paparazzi following you. <laughs>
0: because, you know, and a lot of people are like very dumb and they're like, Oh, she's a seat filler or she pays the paparazzi. It's, it's like, no, bull, I get press, bullshit, I get press all over bull. the world. Of course I'm you in do. Every magazine and it, it's the way I dress. It's how I act. It's what I do. It's me. Listen, and it's your wait, voice. Wait, hang
2: on, hang on. Years ago, there was a movie actress named Jane Mansfield. Jane, yeah. Jane Mansfield, we used to kid around, said, went to the opening of envelopes or garage doors. She went everywhere. She was not an actress because she wasn't good, but she was a celebrity famous for her boobs and her beautiful, sexy platinum hair. So, the press needs that. What are they going to do? Photograph some some old lady hanging out on a corner selling apples? I mean, they need you. Watermelon lady. You know what I mean? Big boobs, well, big ass. Well, I think it's,
0: it's like Madonna. You always have to kind of reinvent yourself. You have to yeah. have a reason for them want to want to come after you to put you in the magazines. Because... Big um man. You know, my mom has been deathly ill fighting for life for five years. So I have been out of the scene for almost five years, but I continued only to work on projects. And this year, I'm going back to the Cannes Film Festival.
2: Yay! But Phoebe, listen, if if the photographers couldn't sell your photos... Right. Then they wouldn't photograph you. So right. obviously, whatever you've got, people want to see and enjoy. And, and I got boobs. And, 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 grilled, I know, bitches. Yeah. And, and I know. Well, <laughs> and, 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 I, bitches. I, and I know that you never paid anybody. That's obscene, even absurd, to think such a thing that you would have to pay for breasts. Uh, breasts. <laughs> that you would have to pay for press.
0: Hey, you, you should see my mamas.
2: <laughs> no, but if you <laughs> want.
0: Walk- Alabama, I don't know what they do, but they make them big. <laughs>
2: But if you walk down Hollywood Boulevard in the outfit that I saw you in the first night I met you, I guarantee every paparazzi would come out of the woodwork photographing they you. They do. Because you are absolutely beautiful, stunning, and now that I know you better, really sweet. You're a good Southern girl. I And I didn't know that. Like So all the
1: time since we've never spoken at all those no. InfoList events, I didn't know you were from Alabama. I thought you were like like a redheaded Italian or something. Like I didn't know what you were. Because uh, I never heard you speak ever on any of the red carpets when I was next to you, um, so I found it like amazing. I really, since I started following you on Instagram about a year ago, I found out the tennis and all the different things that you do, and and I did the tennis thing also. So you know, we have a lot well, in have common to there. Come
0: play sometime, but let me tell you, I whoop all the boys' asses.
1: I played for so, University of Florida, and you had a C- seat. <laughs> Wait, you had a seat. C- I C-
0: played J- with Jennifer Capriati. I beat her.
1: Andre I beat Jennifer Gagassi. Capri. I beat Jennifer Capriati, and I beat um, Kathy Rinaldi. I used to practice with them at tournaments in Jacksonville. I was like the practice partner, but I always beat them every time.
0: We have a bunch of – I play with all guys.
1: And you beat all of them, right?
0: Yeah.
1: And you wear really sexy clothes when you
2: play tennis because I watch your Instagram. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) Wait, wait. Hang on. Hang on, you got you have to see Jimmy in his tennis skirt, especially when he bends oh, yeah. over. When he bends oh, over to no, pick is wait, always
0: when he bend, when he, over at
2: me. When he bends over to pick up the tennis balls, his skirt goes up. He's so yeah, cute. right. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you so know, you know we're gay. We're married. Did you know that, Phoebe? Yes, we, of course. We're married over 10 years years, I believe.
0: Yes. That's amazing. So what's and with you? you know what? Wait, 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 what's hang my on. Phoebe Phoebe, Phoebe, Phoebe,
2: Phoebe, Phoebe. So my wh- wait. Was one Shh, of my quiet,
0: best friends. Quiet
2: quiet quiet quiet. Where are you in the marriage department? Do you believe in it? Do you want it? What do you think?
0: Well, I was married when I was seventeen.
2: <clears throat>
0: and I actually married him twice. Oh so, wow. And um, I've never like really, you know what? I'm living my life, and I don't know. I am so protective over my mother right now that and I am so afraid that I may give her COVID or something that I have right. basically stopped my life to a degree because I feel like right now, uh, my mom is ninety. And I don't, don't know how much longer that I would have with her. So, you know, this time is, like, very precious for
1: us. Absolutely. But
0: I'm always, you know, I talk to people. Uh, I've had several long-term relationships that I always keep very private. But... Uh,
2: no, but the Let question. Wait, wait, the question.
0: My mama from Alabama.
2: <laughs> Phoebe, 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 to define the question better, the question was what do you think about marriage? Do you believe in it or do you not believe in it?
0: Oh, yes. My mom and dad were married since they were 16. She never remarried, she never dated. All my family members are all married, have n- never been divorced. Only so you, you
2: believe in marriage?
0: Yeah, yes. And I think it's a beautiful thing. And my hairdresser is wearing his new husband in September. And I told him I can't wait to be the flower girl. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, what Are you going to wear a push-up bra?
0: I probably wear nothing. (laughs) California. Oh my
2: God, Dave Hughes just dropped. So Dave
1: Hughes is in the. It's funny now. Oh, he's killing.
2: He's masturbating. (laughs) He's saying
1: he's saying how beautiful that you are, and he loves your accent. And he wrote "Hello Au Revoir" in there, which I know is the title of a movie that you did. So I don't know if he looked it up. And it's funny because Nick Mancuso has been on our show, and he's the star uh, of the movie "Hello Au Revoir" with you. Oh
0: nice, nice. That's fun.
2: So listen, Phoebe, do me a favor, honey get get your hand and throw dave a big wet kiss mm, a big moi. <laughs> to dave views dave look what she did she sent you a big there juicy go, kiss dave. he is now a corpse
1: he also says he <laughs> says he also says god bless your mom his dad is 89 yeah see that yeah
0: you know they're from a different generation but you know
2: well, I'm I
0: like he's my last parent and she, she raised me so well that it's my responsibility you know,
2: to
1: uh, make sure she has a good life. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree but 100%. I, I'm
2: 81 and a half. I'll be 82 in May. And, and yes, you look
0: fabulous. Well,
2: thank you. But we, they made us different back then. You know, we came at, We came around in the Second World War where we didn't have food or heat. We In America, we really suffered that Second World War. And we learned to be strong and tough. And I think your mom and I, if we spoke, we would both be on the same page. And I do wish her well. And yes, she's you know what? My friend Perry Winkler just celebrated her 100th birthday in August. So don't sell your mother short yet. Oh, no, it, never. There's still a lot of time ahead. Trust so me. let me let me
1: let me do some bragging for you. So, hey, you guys. So, so here's some of the things that you've seen Phoebe in. She's got a new uh, she's got the movie. Hello, of revoir with Nick Mancuso. If you guys don't remember him, he, he was in one of my favorite movies. I think it was called Over the Top. Or I forgot what it was, but he's a great, great actor, singer from back in the day. Stay off the app with Mindy Robinson, Richard Griego, and Devonny Penn. I bring, I'm bringing some of these up because our fan, our, our audience knows them because all these people have been on our show. The victim with Michael Bean, Jennifer Blanc Bean, and Danielle Harris are all good friends of mine. Yeah, um, they're they-
0: good friends. Wow.
1: The Alien movie, Paul, gets Smart. She was in a TV movie with Richard Grieco, Mindy Robinson, and Rachel Alleg, who have all been on the show. You also have seen her on Botched, Fashion Queens, Extra with Billy Bush, Famous Food, Brides of Beverly Hills, co- Comic Cosplay, RuPaul's Drag Race, Entertainment Tonight, The Insider. And I want to know, like, do you do cosplay? Because you would be a good cosplay person.
0: Yeah, I used to do it a lot, you know. Uh that's how I ended up in the movie Paul, because they saw me as Princess Leia. And in the closing of Paul, they used me as the main Princess Leia. Oh, that's
1: and fabulous. I love that movie.
0: With David Spade.
2: I love that movie. So, Phoebe, what were you on botched for?
0: Um, just like a celebrity filler, you know, as comedy. I've been on there three times. And you didn't have you didn't have anything. Turned down the doctors. So you
2: weren't there to have anything corrected.
0: No, no, I acted like I had bone coming out of my nose.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny
1: because we saw when Frenchie was on there too, and she wanted them to make her boobs bigger, and her already she's got
2: like the biggest boobs on the planet.
0: She didn't want. She can't handle any bigger.
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> but, no, no, any any bigger, they're going to explode. The truth, they really will. Yeah, just because I'm in
0: there already huge you know, large enough
2: <laughs> so you're in her stripper
1: land mu- music video and the frenchy mafia music video i think
0: yeah i made a cameo in
1: it <laughs> i think that's hilarious we have a friend named Ozzie aziz and um she yeah. used to be so ozzy's been a friend of mine for like 25 years you know from florida <laughs> and um oh, she was... okay.
0: Maybe not. It's not no no she her. lives here no it's <laughs> the same
1: friend? yes it's Frenchy's okay. friend yeah
0: i know this name
1: yeah, so Ozzy, well, Ozzy and I were in Florida together, and we used—I used to be her clothing designer because I used to be a clothing designer, and she was on Billboard and did all these great things. Now she's in a, a yoga, like a world-renowned yoga person. But she used to be when she first was out here, and she would hang out with Frenchie, and um, and that's how we met Frenchie to have her on. She's been on the show a couple of times, and uh, and we watched her on Botched because I thought it was hilarious. But Frenchie is so much fun, you know, and she's another one who the paparazzi follows all over the place. Yeah. Um. So I, I got—I don't know why
2: this is ringing. I turned my ring off. Well, the paparazzi <laughs> does not follow unattractive women with crappy bodies. <laughs> that's for sure. But
0: you know, you you <clears> have <throat> to have something a little bit unique. Oh, come about. on, come on!
2: Don't You're me. sexy as hell, and men love sexy, and women love to look at you so they could bitch and say, "Oh, look at her! She's <laughs> she's all fake and all that." And they'd like to say that shit. Oh, she wears so much makeup, you know, how cunty. They yep. use that word, but the bitchy I'll they to say can that. get. <laughs> You know, but I, the men, the I men, the men look at, no, listen, men look at you. They don't know you got makeup. They don't know you got a hairdo. All they look at is the equipment and they say, oh, I kill for that. Oh my God. I, I wanted, before I die, I want a woman like that in bed. You know, it's every man's fantasy to have the ultimate sexy lady. And you are certainly the ultimate sexy lady. There's no question about it. Oh, thank and you. you're cool. And like, you're so cool. Like people, you talk to people.
1: Um, I, I watched you at, at the I always watch you at the events that we're at. Um and I was watching you Thursday, and everybody comes and you're nice to everybody, whether they're famous or whether they're a regular person. Um, you're just a cool, nice, beautiful woman. Yeah, but wait, when I
2: spoke with you, you said something about you do Lucille Ball. Tell me well, about that. Well, you know,
0: I've done photo shoots and I look just like Lucy, and I feel like she kind of has inspired my comedy career. Uh, and I hope one day to you know be the next Lucille Ball because I feel like that is where my career is heading, and I feel like I'm one of the only people in Hollywood that could actually hold it. and have,
2: have you, know, you ever met have you ever met her? No, I have and i met her at pips which was a private club in beverly hills and she was playing she was playing batgammon in the back and when she came out she stopped at my table because i was with lee winkler her business manager and she spoke and she was quite normal very serious and nothing like lucy the character she portrays and i found that there's definitely two people in lucille ball Oh, one yeah. serious business woman and one campy are you that's like that's what she's like but wait that's jimmy i was gonna i'm gonna hit you with the mic can i hit him with the mic you know i really can you lend me some money to divorce this fruit <laughs> yeah, right. i mean really it's time to get rid of this old queen and get a young one i need a young one a young hot one with a great body i
1: think you got one <laughs> that's right thank you oh please do you ever see <laughs> you
2: ever see him in a bathing suit oh well anyway um <laughs> he's joking by I'm the way you know, no i i find. <laughs> I fight with Jimmy deliberately because the fans love it. I get fan mail saying, I love when you call Jimmy Mary Fairy or or, or M- Maria Cone." <laughs> they love it. They love when I tease and fight him. So I do it every week a little did bit. You,
1: did you see the Lucille Ball movie that, uh, with Nicole Kidman on um, Amazon Prime? No,
0: I saw previews, though. But, you know, she really does not look like.
2: No, Lucille she didn't Ball. look no, like. And, her and acting I, was I good. Th- I, and I didn't think she portrayed Lucy at all.
0: It it needed an actress that is very comedic that can pull off Lucy. It was very stale and looked uh, more studio driven.
2: Absolutely, Lucy. It's like they should
0: care more about the project and fulfilling it with the actress that can deliver the part instead of going with a big name and it just being mediocre.
2: well that's how they got funding as you know but lucy had a very gravel voice like mine right now and lucy was kind of butch lucy was kind of butch she was she wasn't a feminine woman by any means she was very yeah it was
0: two different people
2: yeah lucille in person was very manly and very tough uh she was like a broad uh nicole didn't play like yeah nicole did not play it like a broad she played it like a Hollywood actress, but now, I agree with you. I probably would have liked to have seen you in it, Ben, although your boobs are too big, we'd have flattened you down because Lucy lucy did not. <laughs> well,
0: let it. me tell you, they're real, so we can move them to the side.
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. You, all, all you I have your...
0: to pull them like this to make sure. <laughs> no,
2: did you know that Betty Davis had the biggest set of jugs in the world? Betty I Davis, didn't know
0: that. I love Betty Davis. I though.
2: knew her. I knew her well. She and I were friends. Wow. In, in, late in life, she and I were friends. And, and I discussed it one time with her. And she said we wore special bras in those days to flatten us. It was not attractive to have a large bosom back in the 40s. But Betty Davis had a set of jugs like and real. Uh, but they that, unfortunately, that's what she died from—cancer of the boobs—and I think it was just uh, from squeezing them down all those years in that elastic. Since you don't
1: Help. know us that well, I'm going to tell you a little about Ron real quick. Oh. so Ron had a TV show called "Set the Record Straight." Um, his very first movie that he ever did was with Sophia Loren and Tab Hunter and Jane Russell. The movie star was his best, one of his best friends, um, and, My only dear and and Ron. Uh, when he was younger, he he did female impersonations in straight clubs and he impersonated Jane Russell and sang in his own voice. And then he met Jane Russell later in life and they became best friends. Um, oh, but he right. knows everything about old Hollywood. Like, he knows Lauren Bahall. He knows Elizabeth Taylor. He knew everybody.
2: Well, those are they're from my. I'm 81 years old. I'm in the business 64 years. So in 64 years, you're going to meet a lot of people. Like now, you know, everywhere I go now, I meet all new stars, new celebrities. It's a whole new generation. And I explained that one time on our show that it was the same thing back in the 1960s. I met all the movie stars of the 40s and 50s. I knew Rita Hayworth. She lived across the street from me when I lived in Beverly Hills. Uh, Bob, Barbara Parkins from uh, Peyton Place lived next door to me. I mean, you know, it's Hollywood. People don't get it. They think that you make up these stories or oh, you really never met these stars. Bullshit. I met. Glenn Ford in the supermarket. We were both talking about tuna fish. You know, he likes Starkist, and I like the other one.
0: Everybody goes to the grocery store.
2: That's right.
1: So I think, so one thing I think people can't tell um, in the light is that you have have beautiful hair, but your hair is actually red. So when you say Lucille Ball and you have your hair fire red, red, you guys, when we saw her in the sunlight on the roof, I mean, she looked like she could be Lucille Ball. It was really fabulous. She's really got something going on. So, so is uh. So who was some...
0: I did the photo shoot that I put up that uh, I was at Lucy's at her star, and I mean we look almost identical there.
1: Oh, that's cool! Again, you guys, you can follow Phoebe on Instagram. It's actress Phoebe Price, and uh, she's got a fun Instagram because she does a lot of fun stuff and a lot. And what your... who are you on TikTok?
0: Um. I don't know. <laughs> but I got a lot of followers.
2: That's, that's uh, like me. That's like me. I don't know either. <laughs> that's hilarious. I can look it
0: up. I'm going to look and I'm going to show it to you.
2: Okay. That's just hilarious. I have no idea. Jimmy said you got this following. I said, who are you talking about? He he puts me on all these things that I don't know what they are.
0: I barely know that I have actress Phoebe Price. <laughs>
2: That's are, are you on Facebook?
0: Oh, it's it's Phoebe Price
2: 92. Okay.
1: Yes, Phoebe Price 92, you guys on TikTok. I'm I'm on TikTok, but I don't really do a lot on it.
2: Are you on Facebook, Phoebe?
0: Yes, I have like five pages on Facebook. So, I'm really because my mom used to manage everything. So, I get very backed up. I think I have like 15,000 requests on Facebook (laughs) for
1: friends. That's funny. I just followed
2: you on TikTok. Okay. Yeah, I have 5,000. I'll follow you
1: back. Good, good, good. I think I just
2: saw it. (laughs) Yes, I just
1: did it right now. Um, I'm not on TikTok that much, but it's fun and I enjoy it. So let's talk about some of the stuff. Like what are some of the things you see yourself wanting to do? Okay, you want to be a comedy, so you want to do movies and comedy. Are you going to do stand-up comedy? Um, well,
0: right before the pandemic, I did stand up and it was my first time ever. I went to like an open mic at ha ha and they were like blown away because I'm just telling stories that have happened to me in the past because the things that have happened to me in life are hilarious and quite unbelievable.
2: (laughs) I love that. I did stand up for 46 years. So, I know what well, you're you'll talking have to about.
0: give me some pointers.
2: The only thing I ever did was I went out there unscripted. I had what I called a clothesline. On the clothesline were certain places where a certain joke would go. But I ad libbed most. I, 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 nothing worse than a comedian, you know, he's rehearsed.
1: Oh, comedy comedy is everything. not
2: rehearsed. Comedy, comedy is not rehearsed. Comedy is natural. Right. And if you can keep it as innocent and as natural and as vague as you can like be not me but you you're so beautiful and you're southern you could play that little southern girl innocent thing people will love it because no matter what you say they're going to scream from like in other words if you're a sexy tomato and you go out there like a hard broad and you say well my bra blew off nobody's going to laugh because you know you're a sexy tomato but if you're go gonna be there, shocked <laughs> but if you go out there with your southern little sweetness and you say my lord my bra just blew off they're gonna laugh their asses uh. off so <laughs> keep your keep your sweetness on the stage it works you're good <clears throat> you. no really deliver and that might hit- be one of my acts i'll just
0: have my blog <laughs> right.
2: no, that's but, a good idea i'll
0: just have a an, an lacy one underneath it
2: <laughs> right no, but make sure we, in, in comedy, we say, deliver the line, but hit the button. If you miss right. hitting, if you miss hitting the button, the joke doesn't work. So right. be, be very careful about it. See, Jimmy doesn't let me hit the button. I set up people on our show for a joke. And then Big Mouth over here comes in and interrupts. Well, I can't hit the button. No, I can't hit the button. That's so the, the joke, the joke dies. The joke just falls on the floor. But I'd love to come and see you do comedy
0: yeah well i definitely want to do it again and you know like i say i'm not like delivering lines i'm telling stories that are quite unbelievable
2: that's fabulous that's what we need today we need to laugh we don't laugh we don't laugh anymore you know people have restricted everything i'm not allowed. when i did a show i Talked about my, I did it as, as Jane Russell, and I talked about my boobs, and I said, you know, my boobs have sagged some. This morning I was shaving my ankle and I cut my nipple. Now, today that joke doesn't work, but no, 30 years ago that was risque, that was a dirty joke, and it worked in the nightclubs. Uh, but today you can't do that. Women say, oh, he's a, he's a sexist. He was talking about us shaving our legs. I mean, you know, people today are just so uptight.
0: Yeah, I I think America just needs to like relax, Light, lighten time. up,
2: lighten up, lighten up America, and learn to laugh again. I because think so I mean, too.
0: That's all that's gotten me through these last couple of years is just laughing and joking all Absolutely. the time. And they think that's the reason my mom is still alive because they gave her six months to live and we laugh every day. I play jokes on her. I, today she got a new <laughs> oxygen tank and I tell her it's her new best friend. <laughs> so you know it's just laughing i think that is the key to happiness and you know that's what we need a little bit more laughs a
2: lot more well we need you to go out there and make us laugh can't you get booked at the comedy club in la Uh,
0: i could i haven't you know like really looked into that lately i've had a few Comedians uh, tell me I should. Uh, in the next couple of days, I'm going to post like a little monologue of some of my comedy, and I'm going to put it out there to see if other people think it's funny. But it's stories about me that are really embarrassing and hilarious. So I think you know it might go over. Especially, well, l- let time. me let
2: me give let me give you a little hint, um, Joan Rivers invited Debbie Reynolds, myself, and a group of other people to go to the Comedy Store, but when no one was there. She only invited close friends and people she knew to break in her jokes. And then we all had a pen and paper, and we would write which joke we liked and which we didn't. Why don't you do something like that, invite friends to somewhere then you do your stand-up and your friends will be honest. They'll say, oh, Phoebe, that one, that was a crappy joke. Or, oh, we loved that one. And that's I like that idea. Yeah, well, that's what Joan Rivers did all the time. And each time she worked through the room, she had a different group of friends.
0: I, I think now, that we,
2: we leave the club and Debbie, I know very well because of Jane Russell, and Debbie and I are talking and Joan Rivers got in her limo and Debbie said, oh, I've got to go. I go, oh, Ron, come and sit for a minute so i was sitting between joan rivers and debbie reynolds i've never heard the word "fuck" used so much in my life these two these two broads could curse and talk about each other i said girls we need a camera here this is the best comedy routine i've ever seen in my life debbie reynolds and joan rivers together would have rocked the world the funniest ladies and outspoken do you know do you know eugenia kuzmina
0: No,
1: we'll have to introduce you. She's an actress like you, and she's in a bunch of cool movies, but she also does stand up a a lot in LA lately. And she works with like a a bunch of other girl, female actresses that are comedians. And they put on little shows all over the place. Like they just did a show, I think, in Las Vegas, and there's like five or six of them, you know.
2: But we can introduce you to her because she's really cool. And she's big on Instagram, too. And if one of the girls leaves, you could replace. And you have a good, you know, ca- cast of girls and you yep. they're all you're all beautiful. and they're all beautiful. Yeah. I mean, Eugenia is Grace Kelly. She's a breathtaking Sh- Russian blonde from Russia. She's been on stunning. the cover of like Gorgeous. Glamour
1: and all the magazines and stuff. She's stunning. so you'll, you'll love her, though. She's well fabulous with
2: some pretty hot chicks, which is good.
1: Um, so so uh, here's a question I like to always ask people. Um, especially when they're actresses. So so it's a it's a two three-part question. Number one, male and female celebrity that you would love to make a movie with. Uh, and then number the second half of the question is if you could have been in any movie that's ever been made in history, what movie would you have liked to have been in? So tell me who
0: that I would have loved to been in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory.
1: Oh, I love it. Now wait, is that uh is that the Johnny Depp one, or is that the original?
0: No, I I didn't really like the Johnny Depp I didn't either.
1: One. I like the original. Well, the
0: original, I was obsessed with it as a child. I'm obsessed with it as an adult because I've always loved candy. And, Me, too. And, Me too. And I just think that been like a dream, and I just want that Willy Wonka bar.
1: (laughs) I love that idea, and I'm so funny because when I was like eight years old, I had a treehouse that my dad built, and I actually like put signs all over it that this was like the chili. This is my candy factory, and I would like buy candy and mix them together and stuff like I was making my own candy. Invite the whole neighbors over to come to my candy factory because I loved
2: that movie growing up. And he was a sweet. Yeah, I've had a really good dentist. Yeah. The star of that movie uh i was in san francisco and i met one of wilder the, one of the cast of i think they were doing something about a train uh he and a black guy yeah, was, yeah yeah what was it called i forgot Anyway, chicken, something chicken. they were filming it up in san francisco with Richard Pryor. and a friend of mine was in the movie and i spoke with her and she said working with him was an absolute delight and that he was a breathless genius at comedy she said he didn't have to do anything but lift a, a pencil and people would laugh And Gene Wilder really was hilariously funny, I found. And his wife, of course, you know, was so funny from Saturday Night Live. Gilda Radner. Gilda Radner, right. So, yeah. We like loved it. Okay, so you picked a good movie. Male and female actors you'd
1: like to work with? Uh,
0: Male would definitely be Denzel Washington. There you go. um, Al Pacino, Robert Redford.
1: I love Um, Albert Redford.
0: Because I meant they're such amazing actors in their career and their lives. And you know, I would just be honored movie with any of those three. Denzel Washington. From Shawshank Redemption on, and just amazing.
2: So okay, no, so I, then... I had a crush on Robert Redford years ago. I thought he was the handsomest, sexiest man in the world. I liked him in in the... he, with, with with Barbara so Streisand. My mama. <laughs> in, no, in the 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 way we were with Barbara Streisand. I think that was his most romantic leading leading film. Oh, ever. I
1: liked him in the Last Castle. No, like that was freaking awesome. The way
2: we were was beautiful. <laughs> it was a beautiful movie. Yeah. I think it's they Barbara, all make Bob,
0: really great quality movies.
2: Well I think okay. I she says I that think we need a female we, though. Wait, I think the way we were is Barbara Streisand's favorite movie. I think I've seen that somewhere. She's said that. Her favorite movie.
1: So so female actor you'd like to work with.
0: <clears throat> okay it would be nicole kidman i've really loved her career and as a fellow redhead and julia roberts julia roberts i love that that i looked up to because i turned down many of roles because i wouldn't get naked um because i always wanted to be able to show that i can deliver talent because i have the body underneath but i want to show that i can perform and be an Oscar-nominated nominee because I've trained with the top coaches in the world. I've trained, you know, and um, I feel like Julia Roberts, Nicole Kidman, they just have a really good career. They get to choose what movies they want. They can choose if they show skin or not. so that's the kind of career I look up to.
1: I think you would have been great in Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman's like my favorite movie of all time. I've seen it like 6,000 times. I absolutely I love like Pretty love Woman it. Also. And you would have been and good I did, in Pretty Woman. But I think and I that- used to
0: do Julia Roberts. And, you know, I did turn down major studios – because I wouldn't take my clothes off. Because well, Phoebe, Phoebe, if they Phoebe, saw Phoebe. what's underneath here, it's called red on the head, fire in the hole. And that's worth <laughs> millions.
2: But, but Phoebe, millions. <laughs> Phoebe, listen. <laughs> let, let Phoebe. People were
0: like, you get naked on OnlyFans, honey. If I showed my crotch, they would be paying a fortune.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well they do they pay extra. i get
0: sexy but because the, my crotch costs big dollar <laughs> phoebe phoebe
2: phoebe phoebe keep in mind nudity done well for a good reason in a film is art nudity done cheesy and like just these shitty get, horror movies like a like a porno you don't do More but if they, if they if they really need you at some point to come out of a, a water a lake or something and it shot beautifully I would do it and I wouldn't call that nakedness I would, I would call have that, to
0: get paid a lot
2: of money yes you are paid a lot of money our friend uh, Sadie Katz but- was naked in a movie and they paid her a lot of a, a ton of money because her her box showed but it really wasn't her box. It was CGI. They put a fake snatch over her yes. <laughs> and, and she got, and she got all that money for a fake snatch. Man. Now Did I
1: think you? if it's a high, a big budget movie and you know, maybe you show your backside right. or something as part, or you're in bed with art, your husband art, as, as part art, of the art, script. Art. It's different when it's a shitty horror movie right. and they're right. just killing topless girls. I would never no, do that. No, no,
2: no, no, But uh, if, it's, right. if it's, if it's, no, cold. I
0: totally feel it. And you know what now, Uh, Because I've been able to grow over the last couple of years because I feel like uh, my family always kind of like a box and I had to live up to certain expectations and since I've been more in control of life. I'm also, as I get older, I'm comfortable with my body, and I'm more comfortable with me. You know? Yes,
2: And, and, and Dave-
0: maybe 10 years ago, I wasn't. I may have acted more comfortable, but I wasn't.
2: Right. Anyway, Dave Hughes agrees with you being comfortable with your body because he'd like to get comfortable with your Listen body. Listen to that. Right, Dave Hughes? If he's still <laughs> he still actually alive. said he said no, he had to go. He I, said Yeah, he yeah. had to
1: go. He died. He, he, he had a stroke. He, he probably had a stroke. So so who would be someone who you let's say you were gonna be in a movie and, and someone was gonna play your husband, who does somebody that you think is really cute that would be fun to play your husband in a movie? I just want to know what kind of guys you like.
2: <laughs> oh, good give up Love your you old queen. Time.
0: Um that I've dated like Jeff Goldblum, Jillian McMahon. Um I've dated Oh, did you um, really, uh,
1: Julie McMahon? That's
0: up. A- uh, <laughs>
1: that's awesome.
0: The list goes on and on.
1: <laughs> good for you. I love Jeff Goldblum. He's and now that he's getting older, he's really looking good. And Julie McMahon, I mean I that's was like in big. Love with
0: me. I kind of broke his heart. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I like love it. Good I for you.
0: A lot of their hearts.
1: <laughs> that so so you like guys who are a little bit older than you. Don't really date the young chickens. Right. Good for yeah, you. Yeah,
0: because you know I want somebody that knows how to treat me, that knows how to perform, that I don't have to teach. I don't want <laughs> to teach anybody. <laughs> and me,
2: because
0: I already know a lot. <laughs> well,
2: I I I, 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 I know feel- a little more. I feel I feel the same way but some of the young people today could really teach us I mean they're really advanced these young kids they do things that we never did or we maybe wouldn't I th- do no they some I, of these young kids some of we-
0: them a few things <laughs> you think you
2: think George Clooney is
1: handsome yes yeah. I used to think he was more handsome
2: i think than i do now but i love right. george i love george i think he's very handsome and what makes him more handsome is he's kind and sweet and gentle he's a he's not an, an abusive person he's and very, it's very... not all
0: about looks
2: right you're I right like
0: somebody that can laugh i like somebody you know because there's a lot you can get looks but looks do fade unless you have botox like me <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> but looks can fade and you have to have more than
2: looks
1: absolutely and, and you have to package. be able to yes right, and a big package <laughs>
2: yes <laughs> well looks looks uh, uh looks come from within you know that of course we think that looks right. are a beautiful nose and a beautiful lips and like no that helps but there are some people that when you meet them you think they're unattractive and then an hour later they become the most attractive people in the world because from what right. comes what comes from within you know like who is the actor that we think is so ugly and yet he gets all the most beautiful women and we interviewed him and he said it's his personality they care for him, not his face
1: Pete Davidson.
2: I don't, I don't remember who it was. Somebody was on a oh, like show. who
1: did you say Pete Davidson? Yeah.
2: Oh, I don't think he's like ugly he though, gets but all
1: the beautiful women, yeah. but
2: he's yeah, he gets not
1: all the...
0: attractive.
1: Yeah, he's not that, but he's funny. And I think I mean what? you want man when you get old when you get older and you're not like fucking you every day, you want to laugh and have a good time.
2: Yeah, but I know right. Astro, Astro, <laughs> Astro just passed gas. Astro just gas, excuse us while we fan <laughs> it <in the> away. <water. laughs> <laughs> My dog Astro. what did you eat? But um, I know some unattractive elderly women who get all these young men because they're exciting women and they're glamorous and there's a certain sex appeal about being 50. And young men and, love that. I
0: think they just want to also feel young.
2: Yes. No, the men I'm talking and about. And sometimes course,
0: being with a younger man makes you feel younger.
2: So, who are
1: some younger guys that you just think that you think are good looking? Not that you would want to date, but who are some of the younger stars in Hollywood that you're like, oh, he's hot. I can
0: think of
1: one. <laughs> good for you. Like, I think, I think the guy, I think Chris Hemsworth, the guy who plays Thor, I think he's really cute. I mean, he's not that young. I guess he's probably fifty or something, but I think he's very handsome. Yeah, but um, I don't
0: like that big, bulky you know
1: muscular thing okay yeah
0: i I just don't like somebody that spends all the time in a gym that's good like you know if you work out you play a sport but i don't like all big muscles i want their big muscles to their tongue
2: (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) well do you think danny is pretty daniel Oh, DeCristo—he's talking about Daniel DeCricio, You think he's pretty?
0: He's nice looking.
2: He's what? He's nice looking.
0: Not for me, though.
2: No, I think he's very pretty. You know, I nicknamed him. He's too pretty. No, I nicknamed him Mansfield because I call him Jane Mansfield. If a guy's
0: hair is prettier than my hair. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you don't want to compete with that. You don't want two good people. Like everybody would be looking at his hair instead of mine.
1: <laughs> no, that's
2: true, and he's Daniel he's a has
0: beautiful hair.
1: Yes, he does,
2: and he's got a beautiful face. He's one of my favorite people. He's very funny and very campy in person. I mean, he and I have this kind of a inside joke thing, and uh, I like Danny a lot. He's really nice. So I you would, would see- never you would never go out with a guy like Daniel.
0: No, because let me say his hair is too good. (laughs) His hair is it's long, it's luscious. I can't get that kind of (laughs) hair.
1: No, he's got beautiful hair, but you have beautiful hair. Everything about you, because you're always so well put together. Every time we see you and I watch your Instagram, even when you play tennis, you wear very fun things to play tennis. Uh, everybody like loves everything that you do. Your dog is adorable. When you brought your dog the other day to the to the rooftop of Madame Tussauds, um, you're always well put together. You speak well. You're beautiful. You've got brains. You're a businesswoman. I also heard I uh, read someplace about it. She,
2: you're gay. She ain't dating you. No, I don't far, want it. I don't
1: want her to date me. I also read someplace <clears throat> that you like a hat design. Like you design hats and accessories.
0: Yes, I, I had out a very huge line before my mom got cancer, uh, from my Cyrus, Selena Gomez, uh, Angelina Jolie, Rihanna, um, uh, were sold at Madison, they were sold, um, at Planet Blue, but when my mom got sick, that I had to come. So every hat that I, that's why I wear hats a lot because they're all out of my line. And even though, I mean, I do still have a line. I have a lot of hats uh, downstairs. And I probably have five hats.
1: I like, love <laughs> it. I love it. I actually, uh, like gonna... my
0: entire house is like old fashioned. I have one room that has like 20 acts in it and i have three stories that's just full of clothes because i used to only wear it once and then i would just retire the piece after a photographed. And
1: yeah that's so, funny
0: but I- you know it, it's a pain in it, because you have to have a big enough space and you know, I want to have a condo and I have a town now and I can't move because I got too much
1: shit. Cause she's got too much shit. So here's what we're going to do because we have a, another guest getting ready to come on. You guys, this is Phoebe price. Uh, her, tw- her Instagram is at actress Phoebe price. um, I have an event going on at the, on February 26th in Malibu that I'm like uh, working with that I think is going to have some cool people. I'm going to send you an invite to come. It's a fun red carpet thing, and um, I'm going to put you on my list of like when we invite people to go to cool events that I get invited to so you can come because we would love to hang out with you. We love you. You think you're fabulous.
2: And you never know who well, you meet. I can't wait like to hang
1: little...
0: out with y'all and sit down and talk. <clears throat>
1: Absolutely. absolutely so we want to thank you for coming on the show we wish you uh, all the best with your mom congratulations on everything go have fun on your photo shoot that you're getting ready to go to and thanks for coming on the show and sharing your life with us and our and our
2: and our listeners thank you so much phoebe your delight uh,
0: i've had see- such a good day i thank you both and i can't wait to see you soon
2: all Me right too. feeling is the same love you bye, bye phoebes she's so love cute. She's cute she's adorable She's, she's so- so much and funnier- in person yes. folks she's a little thing She's a, a little narrow woman. You know, she's not a big woman at all. She's tiny and very pretty in person with milky skin. Her skin is like milk white, smooth, beautiful. Dave Hughes says, We don't need another guest. Just keep
1: Phoebe on and let her show. No, her boobs. <laughs> D-
2: Dave, Dave, truthfully, if you saw Phoebe in person, your eyes would pop out of your head. She's that, that white skin with the fire red hair and those green eyes and that body. Hello, Jimmy Starr Show
1: with Ron Russell listeners. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to badlandsfood.com forward slash Jimmy and Ron and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D.com forward slash Jimmy and Ron.
2: She's everything that a man would want in a woman for his fantasy. So we're going to take a quick music break, you guys. We're going to play
1: 98 Degrees, Where Do You Want to Go? It's their new music video. Hopefully we don't get in trouble for playing it. And uh we've had several, uh, we had Jeff Timmons on the show, and then we're going to come back with our next guest, Kim Swanson. So here it is, everybody, 98 Degrees. When do you want to go? Enjoy.
2: Enjoy. i at home, so I'm heading to the party With my boys, but you're looking for somebody Days are hot, but the nights are getting hotter yeah. Weekends here, I ain't scared to go too far We yeah. can't even
1: Ooh, 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 we'll be fine ooh,
0: ooh, ooh, we got us in the night ooh, ooh, ooh. tell me what's on your mind Where well, do you wanna go? Do you wanna be? Got nothing but forever So we can wait and see No one to tell us no No one but you it doesn't get be much better Got nothing but forever so do you wanna go? Do you, wanna, do you, wanna, do you wanna go? Do you wanna go the you wanna you wanna, you wanna go? Do you wanna go? you wanna go A summer night Top the top down on a car, yeah Never thought we'd be falling like the stars, babe Will your eyes stop be captured in the moment? That we're moving in slow motion Do you want to go? Do you want to be? Got nothing but forever So we can wait and see No one to tell us no No one but you and me It doesn't get much better
2: Got nothing but forever Do you want to
0: go? Do you want to go
1: That was 98 Degrees. Jeffrey Timmons was on our show. Uh, I'm working on a project with him that we're trying to get going, so it's all really cool. And now we're going to bring on our next guest. Let's see if we can see her and hear her before we introduce her. Hello. Hey, Hello. say something. Say something. There we go. Perfect. All right, everybody. Now we, we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, casting director, actress. She probably does everything. We're going to find out in a little bit Uh to find out and see all the different wonderful things she does. But this is Kim Swanson. Hello, and welcome to the show.
3: Thanks for having me, guys. It's so good to see you. Yay.
1: So you already know Ron, but I always introduce everybody. So this is my cool, outrageous man about town, co-host Ron
2: Russell. Oh, it's so nice to meet you. I've heard so much about you. I've never met you. I've never seen you. I don't know anything <laughs> about you, but you're here. <laughs> and Hi, this darling. is our dog, Astro. <clears throat> me- meanwhile, I'm working on that guy fixing you up with. I, I, I told him about you and he was interested. So hold on. We have a chat I'm, room. I'm serious. We have a chat room
1: full of really people. We have a chat room full of people. Say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hello, everybody in the chat room. Yay. So everybody. So we, Ron and I met Kim because um, she was an actress in the movie, The Beast Inside. But she was also the casting director for The Beast Inside. And she cast many, many of the roles uh, in the film. And we had a blast uh, talking to her, working with her, and now we've brought her on our show to learn a little bit more about what she does. So welcome. Welcome. We're happy to have you.
3: I'm glad to be here. Thanks for inviting me, guys. We're going to have so much fun. I'm so excited to be here today. So yeah. well,
2: wait, wait a minute. Hold the fort. Sadie hired me for her movie. Did you agree with that? Or did you say, I Who did. That? I oh, did you agree did? with
3: her. I thought it was a great
1: get to have you.
2: Good, we had a lot of fun, froze our asses off, but we had a lot of fun. I
1: have to tell you though, Anthony <laughs> Preston, um, who played Sadie's ex, uh, her husband, yep. um, so he was on our show and he also did a pilot for another one of my projects in Atlanta. We just wrapped oh, it, we just wrapped it on Sunday. Oh, and good, he is such a great guy, and you did such a good job. We had this red carpet event Monday night, and Denise Milford came, oh, um, good. And she was the therapist, and then we had Danelle, and Danelle came to it. Um, so like all the people you cast, I've been inviting them, you know, trying to build their profiles. Oh, and, yeah, and I have, see to, on red I have to say events. something.
2: All of these people are in the beast inside inside. Yeah. So that, that so for those of you out there who don't know their names. Yeah.
1: And I saw uh, I saw the first rough cut of the film and I saw your role in it and you were fabulous. You know, she's
2: oh, an, thank you. No, you're, you're a natural. You weren't even acting. You were there. Uh, no, seriously. You're nice great.
3: Thank you for that. You know, no. Anthony, I've known Anthony for, gosh, 20 years. I was casting him in things back in St. Louis.
1: <clears throat> oh, did you really? That's so funny because he looks young, too. Like he couldn't even be around for that long.
3: Right. Isn't that the truth? He, he's, he's a good looking guy without a doubt. Yeah.
1: So I want to know, how did you go? Because I know you were an actress. How did you go from actress to being? First of all, tell us some of the things you were in as an actress. And then I'm gonna, the next question is going to be, how did you get into being a casting director? Because that's, like <laughs> that's a very cool job.
3: I love casting. Um, I always say, you know, I had a plan and God laughed, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, I was actually, start, I started off acting and, you know, since I was little, wanted to go into acting. Um, And I was very fortunate because I come from this real small town in in central Illinois called Danville. And it just so happens that even though this is a tiny little town, it is also the home of Dick and Jerry Van Dyke and Gene Hackman and Donald O'Connor and Bobby Short and Jerry Trent. And the list goes on and on and on and on of these greats. Right. So growing up in this small town, I didn't think it was that unusual to go on to work in Hollywood. You know, and the great thing was, is that like uh, Dick and Jerry Van Dyke's dad, who everybody knew as Cookie because he was a cookie delivery guy. Right? Cool. Cool. <laughs> and so Cookie and my grandpa Parker were best friends. They were hunting, fishing buddies and all that kind of thing. Right. And so I knew of them because our grand, my grandpa and their father were best of friends. So that being said, it didn't seem odd to me that someone was famous or an actor, you know, it was part of our world, oddly enough, in this little town. So, um, and in fact, when I was little, I would go to the YMCA and I would do my little gymnastics class because I wanted to be able to tumble on the rooftops like Dick Van Dyke and Mary Poppins. That's why I wanted to take gymnastics. (laughs) So my mom managed to get on the board of directors of our local Y to help them out. And one of the other members was Jerry Van Dyke. So I would come out of my little gymnastics class and my mom would walk out of a board meeting with Jerry and he'd say hi, and I'd go home and we'd watch him on the Dick Van Dyke show. So I had no concept of how far away Hollywood was or how it worked, <laughs> you know? I just thought he went to work that day and now he's home, you know? No, <laughs> but, um, it was great. So, so that being said, you know, entertainment industry was something I always wanted to do and so I started performing. I did more theater because I am also a dancer. So I did shows like a George M. and a chorus line, things like that. And I choreographed some shows. So that was fun. Um, and then I ended up in St. Louis. Um, and I jokingly say I got stuck there via divorce. My ex-husband was from there, <laughs> right? So unfortunately, there wasn't enough work for me to work full time as an actor in St. Louis. And I legally could not leave more than two weeks a month. And, and take my children with you because you have
2: children.
1: Yes, got I it. was
2: just going to say that, but out of that marriage came some great children.
3: Oh, I got the best because I hit the lottery when it comes to kids. I'm so lucky there. It's so great. I,
2: I did also. I have two daughters that are stupendous.
3: Isn't that the best? Oh, the I best. mean, they're my best friends. I love them so much. Like, we they're just my biggest cheering section. It's so great, but yeah. So that's um, so I got stuck in St. Louis. and I thought, okay, how am I going to earn a living? I can't be an actor here. Um, I have to find a way to make some money. So I actually started a dance school in our church basement of all things. Um, (laughs) Because I didn't have money to pay rent on a a storefront or anything. And I didn't, I had no idea if it was even going to fly. And we started off with eight kids the first year. The next year we had 17 show up. The next year we had like 50 show up. And I thought I really could do something with this. So opened a storefront and we boomed to over like 200 almost overnight. So the studio did really well. And we were cranking out some great dancers. I had several dancers get full ride scholarships in dance and to NYU and really amazing good schools school.
1: Good schools, schools.
3: that are hard to get into, let alone get scholarships for, you know? So I was very, very lucky with that. Um, and then I had a gal come to me at one point and she, uh, she had taught dance before she missed teaching dance. I needed substitute teacher for a bit off and on. And she's, but she was a producer by day. And she said, "I would love to teach part time. I just I miss it." And I said, "Love to have you." So she strolled into my studio one day in a panic and said, "I need some help. I can't seem to find the actors I want. The casting person in town isn't finding anything like I want. She's just sending me her own acting students, and they're terrible. Like you seem to know." They're terrible,
1: people. and they're terrible. And
3: they're terrible. And she's like, "You seem to know all the actors in town. Do you know who, made who I go? You know who'd be good for that? Renee just got back from L. A. She's beautiful. She's wonderful. I think she's everything you're looking for. Like who's this Renee? Send her." So I did. She got the job. About a week later, she's coming. You did so such a great job finding Renee for us. I've got another job. I can't find what I need. I go, you know, he'd be great for that. It's little Robert and John and Elisa. And I'm like, oh, send him. Oh my gosh, they were perfect. Again, a week later, she comes in a panic. You know, he'd be great for that. So I did this like three times in a row. And she said, you really should go into casting. And I'm like, I don't know anything about casting. She said, yeah, you do. So I said, nothing, well, nothing, you know you what? You know. I'll help you out whenever you need help. But I'm not a casting director. Well, those first three projects all won local Emmy awards for national PSAs and things. And they always play the winning spots at the award shows, right? So all the other producers and directors and ad agencies are in town. You know, they're all at this dinner, or whatever, for Emmys. And so they see these winning spots play. They see her walking home with three trophies in her arm. And they said, you know where'd you shoot that you shoot that in chicago and in la where'd you shoot it and she's no no right here oh do you fly all your people in town for that she's like no 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 they were all local talent and they're like why have we never seen these people at our auditions oh sorry my phone's going crazy that's um fine. i should have signed i'm sorry um it'll it'll stop ringing after three rings that's fine
2: it's,
1: it's
3: probably too earlier.
1: so then right. they yeah,
3: so yeah. The, then so they basically
2: probably dave Views calling you from england <laughs> Yeah,
3: that's it, that's have it. you heard
2: about our dave Views pervert no, and, and, no. Anytime a beautiful woman is on our show, he goes nuts. He's a married man, about 70, and he loves all of our beautiful ladies.
3: It's the type who always goes for me.
2: Yeah. 70 <laughs> year old married man. Married, all no, married. But, no, all no, no, no. I, s- I spoke to my handsome friend. He's really handsome, nice body, and he's a nice actor, good actor. And I showed him your picture and I said, I would like you to meet this lady. And he said, okay Ron he said she's beautiful I said not only that she's intelligent and she's sweet oh, so I'm I'm going to fix cool. no I'm fixing you up with uh, should I use his name no 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 uh, but anyway you're the,
3: you're the best wingman you, you, ever, you, you, you know who yes
2: you know, gay guys are always good wingmen aren't so, they no, no you, you you know who I'm talking about, about
3: I do know who you're talking about
2: and he yeah. is he is gorgeous I mean he's really a stand. he's a little weird uh, because then why think, are you
3: fixing me up with him
2: no 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 everybody's weird honey nobody's normal today no i mean he's a little weird as far as he's very southern he's from oh, Georgia okay. he's from Georgia, so he has the yes. old southern uh respect for women kind of thing you know what i mean that's he, nice i that's know she like but today's standards it's weird like he would open your car door which probably most girls would say what the fuck are you doing you which know.
3: i actually fully expect
2: Anyway, good. And you should. Ted, Ted is a, Ted is a, <laughs> you, know,
3: I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really old fashioned like that, but to me, like I, my son had his girlfriend with us on a trip. We were driving back to the Midwest to go visit family. And she came along for the ride and like, he goes to open doors for her and she got mad. I can open the door myself. And I sat her. I said, no, 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 no. You will okay. stand there and wait for him to open the door. We, we, it's not about you being weak. It's, you are so empowered yeah. and deserving of respect.
2: Well, wait a minute.
3: That's what
2: that is. I, I clocked Ted about 60, 62. Is that okay? Yeah.
1: He's,
2: he's actually right. younger than that. Oh, he's younger than that? Yeah, he's Ted? younger than me. No, Ted's younger than you. He had, he
1: had yeah. a odd life. He's probably like 53 or 54, 55. Or 56, oh, he looks or so. older. That's just because he's all gray like me, but he's a very nice
2: guy. Oh, he's really a sweet So wait part. a second.
1: So Because now you're here, right? You live in L.A. I live in, you in L.A., live in yeah. LA. And you're casting in L.A. So how do people like is it word of mouth or like how do people know to go to you to cast something? Because we've never had a casting director on the show before. You're our first one.
3: Oh, okay. Well, you know, it is it is really just word of mouth. It's like your reputation has to speak for itself. So I was fortunate enough. I built up a heck of a good resume in St. Louis. And the first film I ever cast there was for the Beijing Television Arts Center came to St. Louis to shoot. And I cast that and it won Best Picture best actor best actress best supporting actor best supporting actress in Beijing that year like their version of the Oscars so um so that that was nice of, yeah, <laughs> that that was that's, a, that's a nice
2: credential but do, do you yeah. ever do you ever look at people's work reel to see if they're good for what you want
3: oh of course you know when when actors submit we look at their resume we look at their reels we, we the main thing you want to do is try and find footage on them because that look show me don't tell me you can act Right. You have to show me you can do it. So for
2: Absolutely. sure. But,
3: yeah, I like yeah. love
1: that. I yeah. like I, I like did a little like uh, cheat sheet thing here where I. Did. So here's a few of the things you guys might have seen that she's like cast on uh cast stuff for time, Paul's Judge Dad, Hell's Kitchen, Intervention. A lot, a lot This is a lot of reality shows, you guys. Evil Things, My Crazy Sex. I actually know somebody from that. I don't know who, but we had somebody on our show recently who was in that, I think. Uh, spring Break, Spring Baking Championship, Parents Just Don't Understand St. George, Eliminate the Prophet. So like, like you did a lot of episodes of the Prophet, right? Yes. I'm gonna tell you a little story. So I follow that guy on Twitter, and he follows me Marcus Lamonis. Uh, Marcus right. Lamonis. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think I offended him because like he, I didn't know who he was. He sent me a a thing and he said, Oh my God, I would like, love to come on your show. You know, have you ever seen the Prophet? And I said, no, you know, I'm sorry. I haven't ever like seen it. And I I don't know what it is. And he never fucking responded back. after that. That's not an insult. I didn't know. I didn't know who he was because I don't watch those
2: kind of shows. No,
3: no, I'll get you a phone number and you can reach out to him again. He's really a (laughs) lovely guy.
2: Yeah, he, I don't I don't think he was offended. He'd be too stupid to be offended by that. He he's
3: he's not easily offended like that. No.
2: No, and, and that what's so I mean everybody does it's see, a big show from wait, what I understand. Wait a second wait, a second, wait a second, wait a second. Have you seen all my films? Excuse me. Have you seen me in every film? All no. of them? Yeah. No. So I'm not offended. I'm right. just furious. <laughs> no, I'm, <laughs> I'm only kidding. No, but going back to casting, I've never been casted by a casting director yet. Even when I did my movie in 1959 with Sophia Loren, it was always an in I had. My brother-in-law was good friends with Sidney Lomet, who was our director. And I was in love with Sophia Loren as a kid. I was only 19. And I said to my brother-in-law, Evan, could you talk to your friend and see if I could be an extra in the movie? And we were shooting on Long Beach, Long Island. And he did, and I was, and that's how it all began. And now I people see my work and they say, oh, we need an old bag. You know, because, well, a lot of times they get seven thousand dollars if they hire an, an old That's bag. That's not true, yes, it is it true. It is not, she's
1: I'm telling you, it's not true. They get a discount from SAG if they put old people in it. You have to have a certain amount of old people, like my, minorities, like all the different things, but it's not a dollar. Anyway, figure. when
2: they need the old bag, <laughs> they, they call say, Ron. they say, Get Ron Russell, he still looks good, he can talk, he can walk, he can speak, and he can see. So they, they hire me. When I was young, I couldn't get arrested because I was too ethnic looking. I had black hair. I looked like a killer. I looked like a, a ch- uh, an Italian swarthy guy. And now in my old age with my white hair and my black eyebrows, it goes. Do you look at those things when you cast a person? Is it visual or is it they only their acting? Or did you ever say, this guy, this woman is so gorgeous, she could do the part.
3: You know, you have to have both. You have to have the right look for what we need for that character, but you also got to have the chops to back it up, you know? Um, And on the movie Time Pulse is a great example. There was a role of, uh, the role was called Amy Moore. And we auditioned so many women for this and they all look so similar. And there was one woman who just leapt off the screen for me and she brought something completely different to the role. You know, when we wrote it, it, you know, I think the writer had probably envisioned a cute young girl who's out of college with a darling little figure, the whole thing. This gal we have was a fuller figure gal with short curly hair, but she's gorgeous. Like she has such a wonderful, unique quality to her. Right. And she read for it. And I'm like, you know what? She makes the lines funnier in part because she isn't that standard looking person that everyone's expecting for this role. And she knocked it out of the park to the point that the writers wrote a bigger role for her because she was so good.
1: Oh, yeah. See, you that's know? good. Yeah. That so, happens
2: to him a lot, too. You know, well, I'm, I I did this movie for Sadie. It's a cameo. I'm only on for like one minute, not even. And Sadie said, you know, I don't want to upset you or insult you, but would you do it? I said, Sadie, I love you to death. I do. It. You know, i do okay. crazy about Sadie. She's yeah. my other daughter. Who so is and, it? yeah so i i took the cameo part and i play a doctor and i said to sadie you know i'm a method actor and i work a little differently which she knows because we've worked together two times or three times and i suddenly did things i put my finger in my mouth when the doctor was thinking and then i did thumbs up when we got a good report and sadie yelled oh my god that's what my doctor does she said you just like my doctor i said honey i'm a doctor I'm, i'm acting you know so I advise to all these young kids today, don't just shoot lines at each other with your arms at your side. Hands tell the best story of anything. Do you agree with me? Now, when you watch a person to cast them, do you want them animated or do you want them like cutouts by paper dolls? That well, you, can-
3: you know, there's there comes a point where you can do too much and it becomes too theater-based. Where, you know, look, a friend of mine who teaches acting, Brian Cutler, who's a wonderful acting coach. He teaches about beauty and stillness because the fact is is that you know for he says you know acting for theater is like acting with a chainsaw
2: very right? big big like, big, big bigger chainsaw, than life right
3: and and acting for the camera is like surgery small
2: with a small right small. so you,
3: you you still want to be you know in the moment and it needs to be realistic at the same time, you know, when you get too big and too busy, it
2: becomes distracting from the work. Yeah, but wait a second. Hold it. Stop right there. I just saw you doing something fabulous. Well, I mean, yeah, because we because do- you did, you did this with your arms. I know. You,
3: Actually, you know, Ron, who you would love is my good friend, uh, Faith Hibbs-Clark. She's a wonderful casting director. But she also um, has this class called The Communication Method for Actors. Because before she got into casting, she was a deception detection expert.
1: Oh, that's so, cool. Isn't that cool?
3: <laughs> so, so, what she did was like, she would watch people on the stands in court, right? And then she would tell them, okay, this person's lying. This person's telling the truth. This person's overly prepped. It's not real. Blah, blah, blah. Like, she can detect that stuff. And, but she said, you know, I got tired of doing that. I feel like I was teaching people to cheat the system.
1: Absolutely. Right? That's totally. like that movie, though, Runaway Jury. Like, right, right. Do <laughs> so, you know that film?
3: I don't. I don't know that one. Gene what, Hackman
1: movie. Watch it. It's
3: a Gene it's a Hackman movie.
1: movie? Yeah, it's Gene Hackman and John uh, John Cusack.
2: It's, it's a great movie. movie. You, you, I haven't seen it, but I love you it. Right? Will, you, will, you will enjoy it's this It's a great okay. movie. You will enjoy
3: it. I'm going to watch that. Okay. So yeah, so so Faith you know, basically took what she learned and she said, if I could teach actors to do this, their performances will be far more real and believable with all those things we see subconsciously, all the things we normally do like being able to utilize them in the right way when you're acting makes it a much more believable character. So it's just fascinating. You would love her. I'm going to connect you with her. She's great. Well, I'm
2: a firm believer. Sadie, I I worked with Sadie where I was a minister marrying her and the guy jolts her at the altar and Sadie turns to me and looks at me and I almost freaked out because her, her body began shaking and she began trembling and the tears came down and she did it within, not she didn't blow it out at the camera she mm-hmm. kept it inside she contained that that hurt and i just forgot my line and they had She's to do bad. another shot because so I, I was so i was so enthralled with what she was doing i'm seeing mm-hmm. what my, i mean i thought i wanted to hug her and say honey it's okay she was so believable and i know the scene was an act but we shot it over again and she was just as brilliant the second time sadie does and grabbing, grabbing, and handing and she's wonderful with her hands. I study that with other actors, but I know some actors that are that are they they speak with their hands at their side, and that's not realism. We yeah. all do some kind of a gesture.
3: You have to you have to be comfortable, and you have to be human. Yeah, I think when you when you're doing what I call the river dance thing, you know, your hands <laughs> are like well, I you. Know, that's not that doesn't work, you know. But the, you just have to be too big and theatrical like No, the, no, no, no. That's that's, that's Betty. Yeah. That's
2: that was Betty Davis. Yeah. But no, when I like the compliments I like when I get I hate I'm talking about myself. I usually hate people that do that. But I'm, I'm going to blow my own horn for a minute. People say to me, Ron, you're so real. You, you really are real when you act. And I do because we, we were taught years ago to become the character. If you are not the character, don't go on film. Don't be yourself because you're playing an Italian peasant in 1890. You can't be a guy from New York today. You know, don't you agree with that?
3: Oh, I I, do. And see, you said something that was really key. You said we were taught, which means you were studying and learning. I think the biggest problem a lot of actors have is they, you know, they're in high school and they are, um, you know, they're they're the star in every play at their high school or whatever. And then they go to junior college and they star and all that stuff. But then they finish school and they think they know everything they need to know about acting and to be an actor right so they quit studying and they don't get so training we're trains 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 even before she did the beast inside me she, yeah, she, she, she... my money and trains.
2: Let, can I Kim can I say a moment with Sadie and I it was her birthday party and I was seated next to her and Sadie turned to me with water in her eyes and she hugs me and she kisses me and she said Ron would you promise me something and I said what Sadie she said promise me you'll live to be 160 (laughs) and I just thought I'm going to cry now I mean that is the the softest most sentimental beautiful friend and I'm still I'm still emotional about it I adore Sadie I mean I was nothing I wouldn't do for Sadie in fact they may be getting married soon and they know uh, and they're going to ask me to light a candle which is a great honor in the Jewish faith and also, Miles said, you know, you could walk her down the aisle. And Sadie said, nah, I have to have my uncle. But they were thinking of me walking Sadie down the aisle. So, I mean, when you have the emotions that Sadie Katz has, it's so easy to be an actress because she's so full of laughter and, and pain and. She's brilliant.
1: Hang on, so I have a question for you though. Then, do you like to go to events? Like, I know you came to the. uh Of course,
2: she's going to come to our events. What, no, are you no, she's got to meet my. Because, like, we, we,
1: we were just with Sadie and Miles the last two nights at two. You know, I'm a publicist too, and so we had these great right. events the, for the last mm-hmm. two nights. But, but, do you want me to put you on my like invite always. list to go to stuff? Because we would love to always. see you. they called you, you. I, mean, meet... I
3: couldn't go to the rap party because I was sick.
1: Yes.
2: Uh, L- no. Listen, when you come to our event and if he's going to be there, wear a push-up bra, not a lipstick, you know, cur- curl your hair, put perfume, and um, and you'll meet him at one of our events. How
1: so also, that? you guys, if you want to know, um, cast- Kim's website is castingbykim.com. Um, how come you don't do, like, Instagram or Twitter or anything?
3: You know, because as it is now, actors find every way under the sun to already track me down. And it just gets too much. That was my next
2: next question. Mm -hmm. How do you react to the ass kissing?
3: You know, I'm not a big fan of it. Look, just come in, do the work.
2: No, no. I mean, people friending you. I mean, listen, we're going to talk turkey here. Simply because you're a casting director. And I'm going to be nice to Kim because she might put me in a movie and they're full of shit. Oh, it happens all that. the time. All the, all the time. Okay. All if the
3: time. I go to a party where it's not industry, where I'm mm-hmm. not going as a casting director, people ask me what I do. And I go, oh, you know, I work in the film industry. What do you do? Oh, whatever pays. I'll PA, makeup, whatever thing you need to do. <laughs> I get- never say that I'm in casting because the second you do, it's like, Oh, you should meet my brother's little girl. Yes. Friend, her <laughs> friend. yes.
2: And you know what, Kim? The same thing happens to Jimmy and I. And we're I'm not, sure. we're not sure. casting. I talk, I meet people and they say, oh, can I be in your movie? Who the fuck are you? I mean, we're good. Right. I mean, <laughs> what, do you, you? what do you think I'm doing? Selling right. tacos on the corner? This is a movie. Right. You know, I mean, they really you know, think that- I always
0: tell
3: actors: look, the biggest mistake you can do is constantly sell yourself to a, to a casting director. No, push. I don't like push. No, don't sell yourself. Just be yourself. Right. And and we're going to find a place for you. You know, right. um, the the actors who are constantly sending over and over and over again: come see me. This, this is what I just did. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Big mistake. The, the smartest thing, and of course, Jemmy, not to step on your toes because you're the PR master here, not me, yeah. but I always tell people, why not write a, a thank you note or a note of congratulations to the person you want to notice you? Instead of saying, notice me, 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 send a note saying congratulations on your Emmy nomination. That's so no, exciting. No, no,
2: no. I, I Actually, agree. I like yeah. that. I like I that. I agree with I you. I like that. But here's what I would advise, and I'm going to do it to you. Mm-hmm. Hi, Kim. My name is Ron Russell. And. I think if you could only possibly at your own time see some of my work, maybe you could use me in a film and walk away or smile or change the subject and say, "Well, oh, I love your hair color. You know, but don't come. I mean, at parties I go and I know when the sharks are coming. Oh, I know. You could tell. Mm-hmm. And I write right away. Oh, you're casting your movie? I want to be in it. I want to be in it. You know, they tell you, they don't ask, I want to be, like, they demand, these young jerks have no finesse. Years ago, old Hollywood, my Hollywood, it was totally not done. Totally not done. You ever went up to a casting director and said, I want to be in your movie, you never will be in any movie.
1: Right. Right. Ron, Ron so, misses
2: old Hollywood. Oh, I do. We because, go to we go you know, to walk. like him. We had manners. We we never yes. photographed a star that wasn't made up in hair, dude. We never did what they do today. No. Yeah. Uh, and 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 in meeting a star, you didn't impose. In other words, oh Christ! I used to go to La and all the great restaurants years ago in Beverly Hills, and they'd be all celebrities all over the place, and some I knew and some I didn't. But I never went over to the ones I didn't know while they were eating. I mm-hmm. waited for them to finish eating. And then they were ready for the check. And then I would go over, not to interrupt the meal. But I've been asked when I'm out, are you Ron Russell? I say, no, I just look like him. And I'm eating. I have food in my mouth. <laughs> and then I had one time a husband and wife. The guy sat down in a chair. He abs- Jane Russell and I were having dinner in Palm Springs. And this couple came in. And the woman said, "Are you Jane Russell?" She said, "Yes, I am." Oh, can I have an autograph? Jane said, "No, but I'll take a picture with you because she didn't like signing anything."
1: So wait, I'll go. wait. They
2: took a picture. The husband sat down and began, like my best friend, talking to Jane and I. And Jane just looked at him like, "Who the fuck are you?" <laughs> so they, people, to, the people today do not have any kind of manners or respect for us.
3: Right. Well, and when they do, it's so welcome and refreshing. <laughs> You know, that you you
1: remember them.
3: You remember them and you're happy to like, you know, um, of course, like I mentioned, you know, Dick Van Dyke earlier being from my hometown and I'd come, this is when I was living in St. Louis, I'd come out to L.A. I was visiting a friend who had just recently moved here and we met for pizza in Beverly Hills at this little outdoor seating area. Right. So we're sitting there and she said, you know, I, I like Hollywood. It's I love L.A. It's really cool. I haven't met anyone famous yet, though well, here comes Dick Van Dyke walking towards us, right? And I said, well, do you want to meet someone famous now? <laughs> <laughs> because like, here it comes. And of course, she was a dancer also. She's like, Dick Van Dyke. I'm like, like, I can't imagine meeting anyone more amazing than Dick Van Dyke, right? So Dick is walking towards us. And I said, Mr. Van Dyke, I know you don't remember me, know me. But, you know, I'm also from Danville, Illinois, my dad, my grandpa Parker and your dad, Cookie he goes, Oh, my God, you're a Hanson. And I'm like, Oh, my gosh, you know, and he sat down and we swapped stories, stories I heard about his dad and my grandpa, and he swapped some with me. And he sat there with us for a good, you know, 45 minutes having pizza with us and just chit chatting was lovely. But it, again, it was that situation of, I know you don't know me. I just wanted to mention, you know. No, it me- was,
2: it, you, were, you were giving him an option. Right. You were not You were not nailing him. Right. I don't like to be nailed. Right. I mean, I don't mind people coming up. Not like, hey folks, I don't have gangs of people coming up. This so, happens every now and then. But I don't mind them doing it if they're nice. I was leaving a restaurant with a friend of mine and somebody said, oh, that's Tony Curtis. And really, I'm not lying. And they everybody came always up, thinks he's. They Tony came Curtis. over and they said, "Oh, Mr. Curtis, can I have your autograph?" I said, "I'm sorry, but I'm not Tony Curtis." And they went like, "Ugh," and turned around and walked away. I mean, like, oh, real. Like, in other words, they were annoyed that I was not Tony Curtis. So my friend Stephen started to laugh. He said, "Well, you wanted show business."
1: <laughs> so I have a question, and then I'm going to tell you his other pet peeve of modern modern entertainment industry because you only has one kid one and other he's got one big one um but but i want to know i always ask actors what movie would they have liked to have been in so as a casting director what movie do you think would have been like the funnest movie to cast that
2: you think oh my god i would love to cast this movie
3: oh wow there's so many good
1: ones oh wait i want
2: to interrupt you i saw your footage you know we went back to the place where we shot and you were great you really look like a shrinkette
1: I have it. I have it all. No, you yeah. look like
2: a real shrinky yeah. lady. I mean, you, you casted yourself very well.
1: No, I really didn't look-
3: cast myself. Sadie asked me if I would do that role.
2: Well, you you played the shrink you really, did it very well. really. I mean, you were believable. Sadie is believable. You're a believable. See, I tell people Sadie doesn't act. She is. Right. And you didn't act. You are. And I didn't act. And I am. So I think that The Beast is going to be a really good film oh, with some sure. good, good acting in it. Mm-hmm. So wait, tell me, what movie would you think you would like oh, to
1: gosh. like?
3: Um, oh, Gosh, I have so many favorites. Um, oh, well, pick a
1: couple. You don't have to give me one. Give me a couple. What are some movies you just think would have been fun to cast?
3: I'll tell you what. One of my favorite films ever is Terms of Endearment.
1: Oh, it's a great movie.
3: You know, Shirley MacLaine is just so darn
1: good. Ron Newer.
2: I know. I still know her. She's alive.
1: She's alive. Sh-
2: <laughs> Shirley MacLaine is a acid trip. When you sit and talk with her, you go, I don't know where. I love her. Uh, we are were. met. We were at the Malibu house and we sat on sheepskin furniture. <laughs> and Shirley came out just talking about she had just come back from some place where she did a mile walk with weird people and spaceships. And it was fascinating. She's a fascinating lady and so funny. Yes. So here's I've read
3: my best books as well. She's a wonderful writer. I love that she doesn't make excuses. She's like, This is who I am. Take it early.
1: Oh, no. That's, this right. broad, this That's broad. what he does I love too. That.
2: She puts it right out there, baby. She mm-hmm. don't like what you're saying, or if you're rude in her house, she'll tell you, get the fuck out of here. We've oh no, that. Shirley, Shirley McLean is one not to be played with. So we have I like four, we have like four five minutes
1: left. Here's my next pit pet. pet okay. So here's Ron's pet peeve. So we go to a lot of red carpets. You know, I think we've probably gone to like 150 of them since we've lived here, and um Ron's pet peeve is, like, we just went to a fabulous one at For the Stars Fashion House on Melrose, and there was about 15, like, really A-list big stars that are in big shows and big musicians. Akon was there. You know, he sold, like, I don't know, 100 million records. I mean, big people. But but Ron's pet peeve is, is people walking the red carpet. You go, and then you see the guy, and they hold up the slate, and it says, you know, I'm the fucking – Camera handler, second person, you know, walking the red carpet, or I'm the baker who made the cookies on set, you know, and they're like walking. He's like, Why do I? they do red carpets with all the people, but they don't, they, it should just be the, the people in the movie and the and celebrities attending, but not like everybody in well, their let, mother. Let me
2: explain it better. Last night or the night before, um, Trixie the photo- the Trixie the the uh, what Trixie's interviewer what, I don't know I forgot Trixie's last name she had to do about 100 interviews 50 for sure I love Trixie and I know her I brought her Sean Kane and I brought her all the stars that were important to be interviewed by her and uh, I have to do this delicately so I don't get into other people just say other people yeah, that some, just shouldn't be there someone who was famous was being interviewed. And then right after that, the manager went on to be interviewed. And I said, he can't be interviewed. And all he did was talk about his client. So Trixie kept saying to him, thank you so much. And the guy wouldn't get off. He kept gabbing and gabbing. But it's in general, just with all the pictures. I'm not talking just about the interviews. I'm talking walking in general. Finally, he got off and Trixie turned to me. She said, we're never going to use that. So don't, abuse the interviewer by putting up little people who are not important and nobody gives a shit. Right. You know, they're there to see red carpet celebrity stars or if you're in the movie. Do not abuse the the uh, the what am I, the interview. But I'm not talking just about interviews because a lot of times they don't that's, have interviews. They, my, a lot of times they no, just but have. that's my pet peeve. Don't, but a lot of
1: uh, times they only have photographers. And you're like, what, is, what does Getty want a picture of the guy who, like, ties you his know shoe? And,
2: I don't care about <laughs> that because a click of a camera is a split second. But when you're taking up five, eight minutes of an interviewer's time, voice you know their voices go i'm an interviewer jimmy you are also we don't want to interview insignificant people who have nothing to do with why we're there and yet they think they're qualified that because they're somebody and they have these egos that you could vomit from mm-hmm. that's my pet peeve please respect the interviewer if you're not in the film and if you're not famous enough to be interviewed don't right. wait till, wait till you are
0: I'm with
3: you on that. You know, I feel like, you know, the thing, like, even with the Oscars and the Emmys, there's a category for just about everything. One of the biggest frustrations for casting directors, there's never been an Oscar for casting.
1: Yeah. Right. Oh, well, there should be.
3: There, and There's not. And and that's been a big bone of contention because there's, they said, well, you can't be a casting director. There's only one director. Well, there's a director of photography. There's a director. Like there are, there are like ten people. Yes,
1: that have a director okay, name. Okay, Kim, Kim,
2: Kim. We have two minutes. So, so why it. don't you call Fran Drescher, who's now the head, and well, she she's not the head of the She'll, ca- she'll yeah, suggest it.
3: She said well, they had like five or six people, big wigs. Um, you know that that all wrote letters to the head of the t- the Motion Picture Academy, saying we need to give these rewards and they said no so they're they're working towards it now but my point being you're better
2: off going through the union the union is the mafia of hollywood and they They are right no and they get things done the union the union will tell the academy do it and they do it
3: right but my my point on that is though you know Mm -hmm. i grew up grew up with very basic midwest sensibilities right my dad was was awarded some big-time award for what he does. He's a bricklayer, and he did something very artistic and difficult to do, and he won this award for this building. And he's like, I don't need to go get an award for building that. I got my award. I got my paycheck. Like, has no interest in getting an award whatsoever. And, you know, because that's my job. My job was to show up and do my best and do what they wanted, and that's what I did. I don't need a trophy to, to
1: prove it. <laughs> it yeah. would be cool, though. It would a be cool. Of, a lot of people Hang because we're going to run, we're gonna you know, run my, out of time. My great great grandfather was wait, a bricklayer. gotta go. we're, out a brick we're out of time. So, you, guys, okay. Kim, so you, you guys, come back. go to Casting by Kim. You guys, we're going to have her back because when The Beast Inside comes out, everybody who's involved, and she's not only the casting director, she's one of the stars, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And we want to thank everybody for tuning in today. Roxy, thank you. Kim, thank you. Oh, Phoebe yeah. Price, thank you. And we will see everybody right,
2: right. next week. Have a great I weekend. You're on our list for the Malibu event. Oh, uh, I'll send it to you. I'll I send hope it to I you. I'll see you at the Malibu event. It's in a couple of seconds, 10 days. Okay, cool. That sounds All right. fun. Sweetie. Thanks, Cam. Okay. Bye okay. bye. Thank love you, everybody, back, for yeah. watching. Bye, everybody. Thanks. Bye, bye sweetheart. We in the mix, yeah we in the mix, it's another episode, here we go, the Jimmy Starr Show with Ron Russell Interviewing the hottest, newest, not and the newest of today's uh, celebrities Make sure to
1: subscribe so you can get notified weekly Jimmy Starr, he's not the, king, on the, on the on. king of cool, Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude That room is live and you would be a fool, not to vibe with
2: us at the Jimmy Starr Show with Ron Russell So come watch it live on W4CY Radio, miss some past episodes, download our iTunes. the Jimmy
1: Starr Show with Ron Russell, it's the Jimmy Starr Show we're on Russell!